All right, well, let's turn to our, into our Bibles, the Psalm, book of Psalms, Psalm 72. We're going to kind of pick up where we left off Wednesday night. We've been talking about the power of praise, and we've been talking about the seven different uh, Greek and Hebrew words that means praise in the Bible. And like I said, you know, there's no particular position physically that you have to be in. God is looking for our position spiritually when we come before him in prayer. But physically, it doesn't matter whether you're standing or sitting or, or uh, sprawled prostrate on the floor, which is the uh, main position that uh, the people used to do when they prayed in the Bible. But it doesn't matter whether you're kneeling or sitting or standing or or what you're doing when you pray. Yes. Just pray. Hallelujah. Glory. And after you get through praying and petitioning God, don't forget to praise. Hallelujah. Yes. Praise Him when you go into prayer. Praise Him when you, or you're coming out of prayer. Hallelujah. That's what the uh, uh, Lord's Prayer is all about. It's, uh, it's just learning uh, how to praise Him, kind of in an outline form. Yes. So let me uh, go over some of the words that we've already Look that. Yada means extending the hands vigorously. Glory to God. That's how you praise the Lord. Amen. Extend your hands and, and wave them to the Lord. Like, the, like uh, on Palm Sunday, you know, we, we had our, our palm branches, but we used our hands too and just yeah. praised and worshiped God. Now, totem means extending hands, acting our thanksgiving. So, boy, when you're really thankful, you want to just lift your hands and praise God with all your heart. Hallelujah. So, you see, this is different than what you see in the mainline churches, isn't it? You know, everybody says, oh, we don't want to get too loud here. I got the praise of God in my heart. Well, Jesus said if you had a praise of God in your heart, it'd be coming out your mouth. For out of the mouth, uh, for out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaketh. The Bible says. So if you've really got a praise, it's going to be coming out of your mouth. And I'll show you that in a, in a minute, praise the Lord. Uh, another word is halal. It means to be clear, to shine, to boast, to show, to rave, to celebrate, to be uh, uh, clamorously foolish, praise the Lord. I love this word. Because the literal meaning of it is to brighten up, twirl around, and praise the Lord. <laughs> Hallelujah. I love that hell out. To be clear, to shine, to boast, to show, to rave, to celebrate, to be clamorously foolish, to brighten up, to spin around, and praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Amen. Don't see that in the Baptist church much, do you? Never saw that in the Presbyterian church or Methodist. Hallelujah. All right. So that's my favorite one. Shabbat is, the, uh, is another one. And that means to shout loudly mm -hmm. like you're commanding something. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. Amen. Amen. So it's not with, with a quiet voice that we're praising God. We're to shout loudly. The Bible tells us to shout unto God with the voice of triumph. Hallelujah. Not anybody can shout and praise God while the walls is still up. 
But brother, it takes faith to shout. Uh, I mean, while the walls are down. But it takes faith to shout when those walls are still up, man. man. That's what the children of Jericho found out, wasn't it? They had to march around Jericho seven times, I believe in seven days, you know. And then finally on the last day, and they wasn't, they wasn't going to speak nothing for seven days. Boy, it took a lot of faith, didn't it? Yes. Oh, man, I could, I could see those guys walking around there. The enemy is just watching every move they make. And all they're doing is just marching around. There are walls. And the enemy is expecting them to attack at any minute. And, and Israel, they're expecting them to start dropping rocks or something on them. But no, they just kept quiet. Now, why did he tell them to keep quiet? Because if some doubter or unbeliever would have opened his mouth, you see, that would have spoiled the whole thing. But no, that was just a supernatural move of God that kept everybody's mouth shut. And they just did exactly what the Lord told them. And then on the final day, they gave a shout of praise. Hallelujah. And when they shouted, the walls come a-tumbling down. Hallelujah. There's something about that shout of praise that will make those walls of adversity come tumbling down. Make those walls of financial bondage come tumbling down. Make those walls of sickness and disease come tumbling down. Praise the Lord. Shout unto God with a voice of triumph, my dear brothers and sisters. Hallelujah. All right, Barak is another one, and that's found in uh, Psalm 72 here. It means to kneel. It means to bless God. It means to bow down. So you can praise God while you're on your knees. Psalm 72, verse, starting with verse 12, says, Behold, these are the ungodly who prosper in the world, they increase in riches. Verily I cleanse my heart in vain, and I wash my hands in innocency. For all the day long have I been plagued and chastened every morning. If I say I will speak thus, behold, I should offend against the generation. Uh, oh, I'm sorry, I'm on in 73. I know it didn't make any, didn't make any sense. And I'm sorry. Psalm 72, Psalm 72 uh, verses 12 through 15. Okay. For he shall deliver the needy when he crieth, the poor also, and him that hath no helper, he shall spare the poor and needy, and shall save the souls of the needy. He shall redeem their soul from deceit and violence, and precious shall their blood be in his sight. And he shall live, and to him shall be given of the gold of Sheba, prayer also shall be made for him continually, and daily shall he be praised. Glory. Amen. So that's Barak, daily praising God. So that means uh, simply that we're supposed to do this on a daily basis. For if you want uh, God to continually be in your midst, God says he inhabits the praises of his people. Let's uh, hold your place there in Psalm. Turn to Judges chapter 5 and verse 2. Judges chapter 5 and verse 2. Now, when you're kneeling to God in prayer or bowing down before him, this is not a begging attitude. This is an expecting attitude, okay? Judges chapter 5 and verse 2 says, Praise ye the Lord, 
for the avenging of Israel when the people willingly offered themselves. So that's what it means. It means an expecting attitude. This is something that uh, uh, when we praise God, we praise Him in the good times, we praise Him in the bad times. It does not matter uh, what you're going through. God needs praise. Hallelujah. Amen. God deserves praise. Yeah. He deserves all the praise he, uh, he can get. Praise God. Hallelujah. Because you see, my dear brothers and sisters, He is God. And whether things is going good in your life or when things is going bad, He deserves all the praise, all the honor and glory and thanksgiving. And if you'll learn to praise God in the bad times, that will cause God to come in and do miracles for you right in the midst of a bad situation. You're not praising God for the bad times. You're praising God right in the middle of the mess. You're praising God right in the middle of the sickness. You're praising God right in the middle of the financial difficulties. And like I've said so many times, that praise is the highest form of prayer you can pray. And that is exactly what we need to do between the amen and the there it is. If you've already prayed and asked God for something and you haven't seen it come to pass, you just keep praising God until it does because God cannot lie. It will come to pass if you don't give up. The Bible says don't get weary and well-doing. Praise the Lord. All right, let's turn back to the book of Psalms. Psalm 57 and verse 8. Psalm 57 and verse 8. This word is called Zamar. Psalm 57 and verse 8. And it's not really talking about uh, uh, using your mouth here. It means touching the strings. Glory. Touching the strings. Hallelujah. It was touching the strings a while ago. Amen. So it means to touch the strings, but mostly rejoicing. Psalm 57 and verse 8 says, Awake up, my glory, awake. Psaltery and heart, I myself will awake early. Hallelujah. Yes. And so it, it, there's just something about getting up early in the morning and spending time with God and just praising and worshiping Him and getting instructions for, from Him uh, for the day. And uh, I mean, it just absolutely changes your life when you uh, get instructions from God to start off the day. So many people are, are praying, God, bless what I'm doing. But if you just find out what God wants you to do, you'd already be blessed. Well, Psalm 150 is my favorite one. He, he says, praise you, the Lord. Praise God in his sanctuary. Praise him in the firmament of his power. Praise him for his mighty acts. Praise him according to his excellent greatness. Praise him with the sound of the trumpet. Yeah. Praise him with the psalter and the harp. Praise him with the timber on the dance. Praise him with string instruments and organs. Yeah. Praise him upon the loud cymbals. Glory. Praise him upon the high-sounding cymbals. Let everything that hath breath praise the Lord. Praise ye the Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. So guys, when you're up here praying, playing those instruments, you are Zamar. You are praising God. You are Zamar in God. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. And then the last one is another 
a good one. I like to uh, <coughs> use this a lot. Psalm 22 and verse 3. Look at Psalm 22 and verse 3. This is called Tehillah. Uh, Tehillah. Psalm 22 and verse 3 says, But thou art holy, O thou that inhabitest the praises of Israel. So Tehillah means to sing praises. And he inhabits the Tehillah, the praises of his people. Now let's turn to 2 Chronicles chapter 20 and verse 22. 2 Chronicles chapter 20. 20 and verse 22. 2 Chronicles chapter 20 and verse 22 says, And when they began to sing and to praise the Lord, the Lord set ambushments against the children of Ammon, Moab, and Mount Seir, which were come against Judah, and they were smitten. Praise God. Glory. Hallelujah. Aren't you glad that uh, when... Uh, you know, Jehoshaphat and his men went out to do battle. They listened to the Lord. Amen. Now, who would have thought, instead of putting the best warriors out front, he would put the band out there. Amen. Amen. The band led the way, and the Bible tells, uh, tells us as they praised and worshiped God, praise ye the Lord, praise ye the Lord, praise ye the Lord. Uh, many times the Bible says that their voice was amplified where it sounded like thousands and thousands Glory. of people coming against the, these enemy armies and they got so scared, they got so confused, they just threw their weapons down and ran off, praise the Lord. <laughs> I remember those two old lepers outside <laughs> you know, of the gates that, that day, I mean, the armies had surrounded them, you know, and they, 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 uh, they had surrounded the gates, man, and, the, and those two lepers said, well, why sit he, we here until we die? Let, let's just get up and go. Amen. He says, let's, we're, they're going to kill us anyway. He says, so why just sit here until we die? Maybe we can go and talk to the enemy army and, and they can uh, do something for us. Well, just two old lepers and you know what leprosy is? I mean, some of their body parts was eaten away. Maybe, maybe there was only just a stub on one of those guys' leg, and he was just dragging it along. Well, I'm telling you, God amplified that scraping. He amplified all those sounds those lepers was making to that enemy army until finally, I mean, they just heard all kinds of sounds getting louder, louder and louder. Glory to God. They thought thousands and thousands of people was coming against them. And they all just got scared and threw down everything that they had and ran off. And those two lepers, when they got into the enemy's camp, nobody was there. All they could find was, was their clothing, their, their, tool, their tools, their weapons. Their, even their gold, you know, the army used to take everything they had with them when they'd go out. And so they had, they left behind their money, they left behind their food, their clothing, all their riches. And man, those lepers were just having a time, hallelujah. And after they gathered up everything that they wanted, they said, uh, 
you know, this is just too good for us. Let's go back in and tell everybody about it. And they went back in, told the king. The king didn't believe them, you know, first of all. But uh, sure enough, he sent out some spies, and they came back and said, it's true, king, the enemy army's gone, man. So, they, <laughs> so hallelujah, the whole city was saved in 24 hours. Remember, Elijah prophesied that. He said, uh, tomorrow, everything will be all right. And they, I mean, they were selling each other in there. They were so hungry. And a piece of bread was, you know, going for $1,000. But he said, man, tomorrow, a piece of bread is just going to be for a penny. And uh, it, it came to pass. Hallelujah. Glory. Amen. So this is actually singing out of the Spirit, not just songs, but they're singing out of the Spirit. Paul said that I will pray in the Spirit and I will pray with the understanding also. I will sing with the Spirit and I will sing with the understanding also. And this is how, I just keep reminding you, this is how we're supposed to come to church, to spend time with God and just come ready to give something. Praise the Lord. Not, I'm not just talking about money. I'm, I'm talking about giving something you got from God that day. Hallelujah. What did you get from God as you spent time in prayer with him this morning? Did he give you a revelation of a scripture? Did he give you a song to sing? Yeah. He says when we all get together, we ought to have a psalm, a hymn, a, a spiritual song, singing and making melody in our heart to the yeah. Lord. That's how you stay filled with the Holy Ghost. It's one thing to be filled with the Holy Ghost, but the Bible tells us to stay filled with the Holy Ghost. Be ye being filled. That's present tense, continual action, hallelujah. So you continually praise and worship God by singing psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, singing and making melody in your heart to the Lord. Amen. Let's turn to Acts chapter 16. I love to talk about Paul and Silas here. Acts chapter 16. Praising God when things is going good. Praising God when things is going bad. Remember Paul and Silas. Uh, In verse 1, it says, Then came he to Derby, and lest and behold, a certain damsel was there named uh, Timotheus, the son of a certain woman, which was a Jewish and believed, but his father was a Greek, which was uh, well reported by the brethren that they were, oh, let's see. I'm sorry. Verse 16, Acts 16, verse 16. It says, And it came to pass as he went to prayer, a certain damsel possessed with a spirit of divination met us, which brought her masters much gain by soothsaying. The same followed Paul and us and cried, saying, These men are the servants of the Most High God, which show unto us the way of salvation. That's a bad translation. In the Greek it says, Which shall show us a way of salvation. Now the devil will never say that Jesus Christ is the way. He'll just say it's a, just a way to get to heaven. But he'll also tell you that, uh, uh, you know, reincarnation is a way to get to God, too. He'll tell you Buddhism is a way to get to 
God. He'll tell you that Hinduism is a way to get to God. All religions are, are all right. And that's what they're trying to tell us these days. Yeah, they'll accept Christianity as long as you accept Buddhism and Hinduism and, and the Muslim religion and, and everything else, you know. But you stand up and say, no, Christianity, Jesus Christ is the only way. Buddy, they're going to boot you out of everything that you can think of these days. Well, you're just, you're just insensitive. You're just an old bigot, you know. You're just intolerant. And they're trying to pass laws like this today to keep us out of everything you can think of. So my dear brothers and sisters, she uh, stood up and said, well, uh, which show us a way of salvation. And this did she many days, but Paul being grieved, turned and said to the spirit, I command thee in the name of Jesus Christ to come out of her. And he came out the same hour. Who, who wants the devil testifying for you? Amen. And I think he waited until the anointing was there to do that too. Verse 19 says, And when her master saw that the hope of their uh, gains was gone, they caught Paul and Silas and drew them into the marketplace and to the rulers and brought them to the magistrates, saying, These men, being Jews, do exceedingly trouble our city and teach customs which are not lawful for us to receive, neither to observe, being Romans. So you see, they got in trouble for casting out devils back then. You get people saved and they stop selling drugs. You get people saved and they stop selling the, the liquor, you know. You get people saved and people start getting their lives straightened up. And that makes some people very mad because they were making a lot of money off of those drugs and, and liquor and everything else. And they'll come against you. And, and, and verse 22 says, And the multitude rose up together against them, and the magistrates rent off their clothes and commanded to beat them. And when they had laid many stripes upon them, they cast them into prison, charging the jailer to keep them safely, who having received such a charge, thrust them into the inner prison and made their feet fast in the stocks. Man, they, they just didn't put them in prison they put them under the prison, man, yeah. down in the dungeon. And I could just, oh, I could just imagine what was down there. I mean, probably people was rotting away down there. Dead bodies was rotting away down there. The, the stink of all the, the urine and everything else that was down there. Can you imagine? And, uh, at, but huh, it didn't stop them. It didn't stop them from praising and worshiping God. Amen. And folks, no matter what people do to you these days, don't ever stop praising the Lord because praise will get you out of anything. I don't care what the devil uh, throws at you. No weapon formed against you shall prosper as long as you praise and worship God. Sure. So when, when you're at your darkest hour, that's what he's talking about here in verse 25, when things look the worst, and at midnight, Paul and Silas prayed and sang praises unto God. And the prisoners heard them. So they wasn't quiet, were they? No, they sang right out loud. And my dear brothers and sisters, if most Christians would have been stuck in the prison, I could just hear them just bawling and squalling and griping and complaining. Oh, Paul. I could hear Silas talking to Paul now. It feels like most Christians. 
Paul, don't you know that if God sent us down here, nothing bad would happen to us? Oh, Paul, are you sure you heard from God? Are you sure that just wasn't some pizza you had last night? Oh, God, I'm going to be a jailbird. My reputation's over with. They're going to call me an old jailbird when I get back home. Oh, God. But instead of doing all that, and at midnight, Paul and Silas prayed and sang praises. A lot of people pray, but don't forget about singing praises. That's the most important thing. Paul and Silas prayed and sang praises, prayed and sang praises, prayed and sang praises unto God. And the prisoners heard them. And suddenly there was a great earthquake so that the foundation of the prison were shaken and immediately all the doors was open and everyone's bands were loosed. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. Now, if the devil sends an earthquake, everybody's going to get hurt and die. But if God sends an earthquake, everybody gets set free. Hallelujah. Amen. And the prisoners heard them, and the earthquake came, and the doors flew open, and everyone's bands was loose. Woo! If it had been most Christians, as soon as those prison doors would have flew open, they'd been out of there like a bat out of you know where. But what happened? Verse 27. And the keeper of the prison, waking out of his sleep and seeing the prison doors open, he drew out his sword and would have killed himself, supposing that the prisoners had been fled, because they was going to kill him if, if those prisoners escaped. But Paul cried with a loud voice, saying, Do thyself no harm, for we are all here. And then he called for a light and sprang in and came trembling and fell down before Paul and Silas and brought them out and said, Sirs, what must I do to be saved? And they said, Believe on the Lord Jesus Christ, and thou shalt be saved and thy house. Paul and Silas had enough love for their jailer to stay there so he wouldn't get uh, uh, hurt. Amen. And they said, Believe on the Lord Jesus Christ, and thou shalt be saved and thy house. And they spake unto him the word of the Lord and to all that were in his house. And he took them the same hour of the night and washed their stripes and was baptized. He and all his straightway. Not only did he get saved, he brought them home. He got them all saved in his house too. And when he had brought them into his house, he set meat before them and rejoiced, believing in God with all his house. Hallelujah. Amen. What a great and mighty testimony. Not only were they delivered, but they got their enemies delivered as well. Folks, we got we to gotta go a step up in our love walk, don't we? We got to think, start thinking more about our, stop thinking about ourselves so much. And let's even think about our enemies. Amen. Yeah. And get them saved. Hallelujah. So my dear brothers and sisters, praise God when things is going good. Praise God when things is going bad because prayer and praise brings miracles each and every time. Hallelujah. Yes. Amen. Now, praise is the fruit of our lips. Look at Isaiah 57 verse 19. Isaiah 57 verse 19. The Lord brought another 
uh, testimony to my thinking. I remember Amy Simple McPherson, the one who started the Four Square Church. She was uh, having a tent meeting one night, and uh, they didn't like her healing meetings and all that. Uh, and she suffered great persecution in her time, just like we do today. There's not many people that like us here in Walkertown as Pentecostals, but we still here anyway. Praise the Lord. Right. And um, she was she was having a healing meeting, and people were getting saved and healed and filled with the Holy Ghost. What made some in town real mad? And this this group of of mobsters came to to torment and and uh, and just. Uh, harass the people that night and they were going to even set the tent on fire you know while she was preaching they were they were just going to get rid of everybody that night and uh, as those guys came she uh, she was up preaching and all of a sudden the lord showed her a vision and she saw demons approaching her tent and she just stuck and she said, all right, let's all just praise the Lord. Everybody, raise your hands and let's just praise the Lord. Let's just praise the Lord. And everybody did. They just stopped. Everybody just lifted their hands and started praising the Lord. And they praised the Lord until she saw those demons backing off, backing off. And she kept on preaching again. Well, as this little mob was outside, uh, they started listening to her preach. And as she preached, uh, some of them got convicted of their sins and came on in and uh, went down to the altar and got saved, praise the Lord, before they could do anything bad. And the ones that didn't get saved, they said they stood outside that tent and all around that tent was great big old men about 10 feet tall holding, holding swords of fire. They wasn't about to approach that tent. <laughs> I remember that little little boy that uh, uh, died and went to heaven. And you know, his, his testimony is real famous right now. And he said, oh, when he saw Gabriel up there, he, he had a sword of fire that was six feet long. Glory to God. Amen. Glory. That's the guys that's protecting us, my dear brothers and sisters. These these angels, they follow us around everywhere we go. You don't lose your angel just because you grow up. You know, Jesus said their angels always before. Uh, he's talk, Jesus is talking about the little children. He says their angels always before me. Well, you don't lose your angel just because you grow up. He's followed you around all your life. That's why you didn't die when you jumped off the roof as a kid or something, you know. How many times have we done such crazy things as a kid and survived it? And we wondered why? <laughs> How did we do that? It was our angel looking after us. Hallelujah. So praise should be the fruit of our lips. We should just go around praising the Lord all the time. Hallelujah. Thank God for today. Thank God for the good weather. Thank Just, just look at the good things of life. Thank God for what you have. Thank God for a car. Thank God for a house. Thank God for a place to live in. Thank God for food to eat today. Thank God for clothing on our back. Hallelujah. 
thank God for, for some kind of income. Amen. Isaiah 57 and verse 19 says, I create the fruit of the lips. Peace, peace to him that is far off. And to him that is near, saith the Lord, I will heal him. Hallelujah. Glory. That's what praise can do. It will bring peace if you're far off from God, and it'll bring healing if you're if you're near to him. Praise God. Isn't that wonderful? Yeah. And it's to be done continually. Hallelujah. Hebrews chapter 13 and, and verse 15 says, By him therefore let us offer the sacrifice of praise to God continually. That is the fruit of our lips, giving thanks to his name. Now, we sing that song, uh, the sacrifice of praise. We give the sacrifice of praise into the house of the Lord. We bring the sacrifice of praise into the house of the Lord. And we offer up to you the sacrifices of thanksgiving. And we offer up to you the sacrifices of joy. Now, that sacrifice, uh, some people think, oh, I, I just got to do it, whether I feel like it or not. No, that sacrifice that, he, that we're bringing is like an offering. You know, when in the Old Testament, they would bring offerings to the Lord. They bring sacrifices to him. And, you know, a kill a bull or a goat or, yeah. or whatever it was or a lamb. And they'd offer that sacrifice to God. In other words, he's saying we need to bring our best offering to God when we come into his house. We need, I'm not just talking about money, but we're talking about giving our best praise to him. Giving our best love to him. Giving our best worship to him. And, and we... We do that by waving our arms, by spinning around, by dancing and shouting and just having a good time in the Lord. Hallelujah. We ought to make those people at the ball game just absolutely jealous. Praise the Lord. I hate to see people having more time, have, having more of a good time just because somebody ran a, uh, ran a ball, a pigskin, down a hundred yard you know, field and then just went from one side to the other, everybody goes berserk over that. Why can't we go berserk over a God who's conquered death, hell, and the grave? Hallelujah. And have a good time, hallelujah, when we come into the Lord. <laughs> amen, amen. Oh, God perfects our praise, the, the Bible says. And, and we're to praise him with the word. And we're supposed to praise him in the spirit too. There's strength in praise, my dear brothers and sisters. That strength will steal the enemy and the avenger. Psalm 1, 8 and verse 2 says. And then we saw in Psalm 22, verse 3, that God inhabits our praise. Praise always brings deliverance and it always glorifies God. Glory. Praise puts us into God's will. Amen. Yes. This is the will of God. Let, let's look at that. Everybody's, you know, always thinking about a job or something when you're in uh, God's will. Well, God's will is for you to praise him. Look at 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, verses 17 through 18. 
He says, pray without ceasing in everything. Give thanks, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus concerning you. And we sing that song. Praise God. Yeah. We go, in everything give thanks, for this is the will of God. In everything give thanks, for this is the will of God. In everything give thanks, for this is the will of God. In Christ Jesus concerning you. Pray without ceasing, for this is the will of God. Pray without ceasing, for this is the will of God. Pray without ceasing, for this is the will of God. In Christ Jesus concerning you. Look at verse 16. Rejoice evermore, for this is the will of God. Rejoice evermore, for this is the will of God. Rejoice evermore, for this is the will of God. In Christ Jesus concerning you. Look at verse 19. Quench not the spirit, for this is the will of God. Quench not the spirit, for this is the will of God. Quench not the spirit, for this is the will of God. In Christ Jesus concerning you. Despise not prophesying, for this is the will of God. Despise not prophesying, for this is the will of God. Despise not prophesying, for this is the will of God. In Christ Jesus concerning you. Prove all things, for this is the will of God. Prove all things, for this is the will of God. Prove all things, for this is the will of God. In Christ Jesus concerning you. Hold fast which is good, for this is the will of God. Hold fast which is good, for this is the will of God. Hold fast which is good, for this is the will of God. In Christ Jesus concerning you. Do you get it? Glory to God. If you rejoice evermore, if you pray without ceasing, and uh, if you quench not the spirit, if you despise, but despise not prophesying, if you prove all things, hold fast that which is good, abstain from all appearance of evil, hallelujah, that's the will of God concerning you. And then this is what you get in verse 23. In other words, you do all those things. Hey, God will lead you to the right job. He says, and the very God of peace sanctify you holy. And I pray, God, your whole spirit and soul and body be preserved blameless until the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. That's what God will do for you if you stay in his will. His perfect will is just to give thanks in all situations and everything. Hallelujah. Praise and worship him. Hallelujah. Psalm verse, uh, chapter 9, verses 1 through 4 says, We are to praise with all of our hearts. Yeah. Amen. Amen. And then our enemies will be turned back by the presence of God. I'm telling you, when God inhabits your praises and he shows up, 
the devil runs and start terror. Praise God. That's what the Bible says. Resist the devil and he will flee from you. Well, actually it says submit yourself to God. Submit yourself to God. Praise and worship him. Yeah. Then resist the devil and he will flee from you. Amen. Praise causes God to maintain my right and my cause. Look at Psalm chapter 9 and verse 4. Psalm chapter 9 and verse 4. Has anybody ever made a mistake out there? Anybody ever blown it, praise the Lord? Ever gotten into trouble? Well, the Bible says if, we, if, if we'll sin and confess that sin, we're made right with God. But, you know, the effects of that sin will be turned back if we'll praise Him. He, he said, Psalm chapter 9 and verse 4 says, For thou hast maintained my right and my cause. Thou settest in the throne judging right. Hallelujah. Even though you might make some mistakes, God will still maintain your right and your cause just simply because you are his child. Hallelujah. If you'll learn to praise him. Hallelujah. I love to praise the Lord and, and just and claim the blood of Jesus Christ. I say, God, cover me with your blood. Hallelujah. Glory. Amen. And then Psalm chapter 5 and verse, or I'm sorry, Ephesians chapter 5 and verse 4 tells us that uh, we're supposed to give thanks instead of foolish talk. Mm -hmm. Now, if you're having trouble, you know, with some kind of addiction, some kind of sin, then I suggest that that uh, you begin to praise and worship God. Glory. You know, <laughs> some some folks can get you angry. Ever been mad at your kids? Yep, 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 yep. Anybody ever been mad at your kids? Raise your hand, man. Yeah. Well, you know, Sean did something one one day when he was a little fella. And, and I was just, you know, ready to go in there and just tear him up. You know? And uh, all of a sudden, God said, he's, he said, now don't, don't you go in there and spank him while you're angry. You'll kill him. I, I said, all right. I, <laughs> I'll, I'll calm down. But how do I calm down? He said, just praise him. So I just stood there. I just praised and worshiped the Lord. I just said, thank you, Lord. He's a blessing. All those little children, they are just blessings. Praise the Lord. I just want to thank you and praise you for shining up. And, <laughs> and, there, and there was many times when I had to go in there and, and, and sit down with him and, and say, now, Sean, I love you. You know, but, you know, you disobeyed Dad. And I, I had to spank him. I spanked him in love, though, you know, instead of doing it in anger. Like I said, if I'd have done it in anger, I'd have killed him, but. Uh, <laughs> well, if uh, if I had to spank him, I, I tried to do it, and, and I always tried to make him to uh, hug me. After, even after that, he said that was the worst part was just was hugging him. <laughs> but pray, but uh, Psalm one forty seven and verse one says, "Praise you, the Lord, for it is good to sing praises unto our God, for it is." For it is pleasant, and praise is comely. Hallelujah. Uh, let's see. Isaiah 38. Isaiah 38. Let me give you two more scriptures. Isaiah 38, verses 18 through 19. 
Isaiah 38, verses 18 through 19. But he turned out pretty good, didn't he? I just don't understand these people don't believe in spanking their kids. How in the world? You gonna sit down and reason with a two-year-old. They got to feel something. Isaiah 38, verses 18 through 19 says, For the grave cannot praise thee, death cannot celebrate thee, they that go down into the pit cannot hope for thy truth. The living, the living, he shall praise thee. As I do this day, the Father to the children shall make known thy truth. My dear brothers and sisters, if you're alive, you need to praise God. Amen. Amen. The Bible says, uh, if, if I don't praise him, the rocks would cry out. Yes. My word, I would hate to think that a rock would get up and praise God before I would. 1 Peter chapter 2, verses 1 through 9 is our last scripture. 1 Peter chapter 2, verses 1 through 9. Wherefore, laying aside all malice and all guile and hypocrisies and envies and all evil speakings, as newborn babes desire the sincere milk of the word, that ye may grow thereby. If so be ye have tasted that the Lord is gracious to whom cometh as unto a living stone, disallowed indeed of men, but chosen of God and precious, ye also as lively stones are built up a spiritual house and holy priesthood to offer up spiritual sacrifices acceptable to God by Jesus Christ. So those spiritual sacrifices is praise and worship. You're building up a spiritual house here. You're growing up in God every time you can praise Him instead of griping and complaining. Wherefore also it is contained in the Scripture, Behold, I lay in Zion a chief cornerstone, elect, precious, and he that believeth on him shall not be confounded. Unto you therefore which believe, he is precious, but unto them which be disobedient, the stone which the builders disallow, the same is made the head of the corner and a stone of stumbling, and a rock of offense, even to them which stumble at the word, being disobedient, whereunto also they were appointed. But ye are a chosen generation, a royal priesthood, and holy nation, a peculiar people, that ye, that ye should show forth the praises of him who hath called you out of darkness into his marvelous light. Hallelujah. He says you're a peculiar people, not weird. I've seen a lot of weird Christians. But that means you're peculiar. You just don't act like the world. And we sing this song too. Let's stand and sing this song. Praise the Lord. You are a chosen generation, a royal priesthood, a holy nation. A peculiar people that should show forth the praises of him who has called you out of darkness, out of darkness, out of darkness into his marvelous light, into his marvelous light. So come and sing. Hallelujah, praise to the Lord, so come and sing, hallelujah. 
who has called you out of darkness, out of darkness, out of darkness. <coughs> his marvelous light into his marvelous light. Who has called you into freedom, into freedom, into freedom, into his marvelous light, into his marvelous light. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Thank you, Lord, that we've been made unto our God kings and priests. Oh, we just praise and we worship you, Almighty God. Hallelujah. Oh, thank you, Lord. Bill, can y'all sing that freedom song again? That's one of my Yeah, he set me free. Can y'all do that one again? Praise the Lord. Glory to God. Pastor Sam, Sam, Sam. Thank you, Lord. 